Hello, you are listening to Muse the Podcast. We are so excited to be back. I had to take a little hiatus to make sure that I was quarantining because I was close to someone with COVID, but we are back and better. So I'm so excited to introduce today's guest. Her name is Rachel Roberts. And yes, she is an up-and-coming country artist, (laughs) but also that's like putting her into a box, so we're not going to do that. But go ahead, say hello. Hi. How's your life? Um, Life is pretty good. That's good. Just chilling with all the COVID stuff. Yeah. So I just got back to work, actually. Oh, yeah. Where are you working right now? So nice. I just started working at Title Boxing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. Okay, maybe you'll convince me to finally do a class oh, it's there. it's so fun. I'm so scared of that place for some I reason. I was so scared. I've been trying to go to a class there for, gosh, months. Yeah. Like, ever since people that I was yeah, around yeah, were yeah. talking about it. Um, but I got hired before I took a class. Oh, So good. now I've taken a class. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. So, so are I'm you, excited. like, leading classes or just, like, Just front desk right now. Okay. Um, but I am supposed to get trained to be a coach. That's which so exciting. I'm super stoked about. So I know. Me and Ryan are like, I told him that he has to like kick my butt into gear and make me exercise more. And I am realizing how awful <laughs> I am at <laughs> exercising. Yeah. I've never been a person who exercised mm. frequently. Mm-hmm. Because at first I didn't have to, and now I'm realizing I do. I'm like, <laughs> I swear I hit like a second puberty at 21, and all of a sudden my body was like, <laughs> it was like not fun That's at all. That's a for real but thing. <laughs> no. Um, so now I'm like, okay, maybe we can like go on walks every day and like start slowly but build yeah. up. So The class thing, um, I was always so opposed to doing classes. Yeah. Like, I can wake up on myself. Totally. Like, I'm an athlete. But now, like, the classes are what I need to motivate to get to work out. Otherwise, I won't do it. Honestly, I'm just like, okay, but other people are going to watch me, like, look like a fool. But also, it's fine. (laughs) It's whatever. Everyone's worried about that at the same time. Seriously. I know. Yeah. So, okay. Let's jump into it. Um, You have a new boo. Yeah. I'm (laughs) excited about this because I feel like the last time I really saw you was in, like, December. Oh, yeah. And I feel like you didn't have no. a boo in December. Not even for so long before that. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? How do you know him? I actually met him at church. Oh, cool. Which is crazy. Wait, he, at Project? Yeah. He went to I've Project never seen him. like three years ago. Okay. And he was coming with um, the Matheny's. I don't okay. know if you know them. Kind of. Um, but he was living in Sac. He's actually from Indiana. Got it. But he was living in Sac, like doing something um working I guess you know probably yeah yeah yeah. and was going to project and I met him there he actually just like approached me randomly after I I was leading worship energy and was just like hey so and asked me like about music stuff because he was really into it yeah um and I was like what's up like like, this is weird (laughs) (laughs) but I actually found out that he was 10 years older than me oh okay after we went on like two dates yeah and I was like weird yeah weird so I broke it off okay so we didn't date for like two years yeah um and he moved to san francisco okay and started dating somebody else and was cool. dating somebody for like a year and gross. then how gross. rude yeah so <laughs> gross <laughs> <laughs> and then he came back for a weekend and i ran into him at sackyard 
for another like How project random. thing. Yeah. And um, we talked a little bit and I apologized for being rude for like cutting him <laughs> off because I was 21 me. and he was 31 and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. old man will never understand me. For I'm too sure. young for this. And so. And I just two couldn't. years have changed all of oh, that. Oh, totally. You know. And so, yeah, after that, I think I called him like three months later when he yeah. never asked me out after I met him. Like, <laughs> I mean, obviously You're I like, talked uh, to you, you should ask me out hi. again, but you know, I, blo- I like turned him down twice before that. Totally. So he wasn't trying to do that again, but I called him and I asked him to help me put struts on my truck Okay. because he has a Tacoma and I have a Tacoma yeah. and I knew that he like rebuilt it. Mm-hmm. So I called him and he helped me out. And then I was like, so you want to like date me? And <laughs> yeah. Cause I want to so date ever you. Since, <laughs> ever since we've been dating and that's, it's been like, five months now yeah so you yeah. guys are such an instagram couple though i like <laughs> see you guys as like little getaways and things and i'm like how cool like He's so outdoorsy camping I, like, on myself. a mountain top and like i don't know just things that i could yeah literally i thought i was imagine, outdoorsy so. until we started dating and i'm not outdoorsy <laughs> <laughs> just new All realization like wait a second this is a totally <laughs> you different take level. outdoorsy to a different oh, place yeah. I love that. Sure. I love that. So, <laughs> okay. So I also, I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, how have I always known of Rachel, but we've never actually had like never a conversation. I'm like, I know that you went to Capitol. You went to, did you graduate from Jessup or? No, I just stopped going to school, but I oh, was going okay. to Jessup. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. Like Playing soccer out of there. and all of that. I was like, I know all of these things superficially about right. her, but also like don't know I talk her to your parents all, all the time too so I'm like I know Grace I don't <laughs> yeah, talk to Grace yeah, but I know, I know. her <laughs> I'm like no nothing about her life but also she's a person mm-hmm. that is yep. cool so <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here and that we can just like talk about life and stuff so we're gonna pretend like this is our first date okay. and I'm gonna ask you about your childhood and so all exciting. the things so did you grow up in a music family are you like the black sheep that just randomly has the voice of an angel? <laughs> like, what was that like? Okay, so not a music family. Okay. My family is all athletes. Wow. Um, so, yeah, black sheep randomly. Yeah. Um, and I've always done sports, too, so totally. I like definitely did the whole sports thing. And But I just always knew that I was going to do music at the same time. Mm-hmm. So my, my parents were both like, you're going to have to make a choice one of these days. Because I was like playing soccer totally. all through college and like played semi-pro for a while. Um, and then just this last semester, not semester, I guess last year mm-hmm. in December 2019, I stopped going to school. Okay. Um, and I was still playing. Yeah. But that was me like kind of deciding that I was going to go for music like yeah. for real so I love that yeah just like choosing it that's yeah so great <laughs> that's so cool so what was like your first I mean did you still like grow up playing music and all of that still oh, yeah. or okay cool. I was in a lot of choirs I mean I, I grew up in church and yeah. so like all the choir opportunities that totally. were available yeah I was there my dad was a youth pastor when I was okay. a kid so like in the church oh, all the time and so oh yeah I love me <laughs> you know <laughs> you know how that goes yeah so I did that whole thing I, I know was just you like want there. a whole new level now oh yeah I'm like we're the same <laughs> got it got it the PK kids they were like on a totally different level <laughs> yeah. than everyone else it's it's a club it needs mm-hmm. to be yeah like <laughs> definitely yeah so anything I could do to like keep myself busy while totally. I had to be there all all my life basically yeah. so yeah um yeah lots of choirs mm-hmm. my parents have been like trying to get me to shut up my whole life because I'm just <laughs> always singing my brother was like can you make her Move. stop <laughs> and I'm like no 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I actually remember being a kid and like playing piano and my siblings would literally say like, you play the same song every single day. And I'm like, I'm practicing. <laughs> Leave me alone. But really yeah. it was just because like, I really liked that one song mm-hmm. and did play it for like a year straight. So like, yeah. I understand it, but yeah, also, that's just life. You can't make me stop playing. Absolutely <laughs> <So> not. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, so how has, I mean, just talking about church and all the things, how has that, like, influenced your music career? I mean, obviously, besides just, like, that's where it started. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that, because you're not making, like, worship songs by any right. means. But at the same time, how has that, like, influenced your music journey? And, like, where do you see yourself like because right now you're mainly singing at project and Mm -hmm. stuff all the time but like where do you see yourself really going like I don't really see you as a Christian music star like I don't think I could hear Rachel's voice on Caleb one day but at the same (laughs) time like has that influenced where do you see that interplaying or intermixing and all that yeah um I think like the main thing that I feel has influenced my music journey is kind of that I've known that I want to do this forever like mm-hmm. the, there has been no doubt in my mind like ever yeah. since I was a little kid like I knew I was going to do music professionally mm-hmm. that was going to be what I wanted to do yeah. um and my parents were super supportive of that too so I never really had any um backlash on it even so I just kind of felt like that's what God totally. had for me yeah so even just like growing up in church and doing that whole thing I was just trying to get to a mic you mm-hmm. know because I knew that's where I was mm-hmm. supposed to be um and like through college and stuff uh I went to Christian colleges and really liked how all my professors were you know had that in their heart too and just uh you put that at like the forefront of my education yeah um but I don't want to be a Christian artist for sure I love leading worship and it's something that I want to keep doing like even if I go big someday you know um but I I've kind of felt like in the last five years that country music is where I'm supposed to be going. I used to hate country music with yeah. a fiery burning yeah. passion. My dad listened to it all the time and I was so over it. But um, I think that I'm good at writing country, totally. which is something that was random because I didn't listen to country. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I just think that it was something that God put on my heart and I've just kind of known that my whole life yeah. and I've never really doubted it um, because I knew that th- that's what God had for me. Yeah. So no, I love that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I can relate to you in that sense of, like, Muse, I have interviewed, for the most part, people who go to church, but none Mm -hmm. of them have been, like, pursuing Christian art, if that makes sense. And and I don't know. I feel like that's good. Yeah. And that's needed. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I I feel like I'm personally very inspired by, like, people like C.S. Lewis who can, like write a story about kids going to a magical world Mm -hmm. full of these fantasy people and all of that but also it's like the story of Jesus behind it all if you really know it and like I don't know I feel like I'm very inspired by artists like that Mm -hmm. that I feel like we need more people who are authentically still Christians but at the same time like don't have to sing about Jesus in Definitely. order to portray the image of Christ, if oh that yeah. makes any sense. I think that's like that's a huge um, dream, I guess. Yeah. Like I, that's what I'm aspiring to yeah. be, I guess. When I hear 
of musicians that are making it big, you know, at the CMAs or whatever that are like, you know, Jesus is like the only reason that I'm here. I'm super inspired by that. And I think that's so awesome. And I mean, Christian music is great and I listen to it all the time, but no one who's not a Christian is going to be listening to Christian music. Um, and I definitely want to do a worship album someday. I'm like really stoked on that, but that'll, you know, just be because I love it. Um, not because I'm trying to build a following, you know? So, um, I think that I just want to really be, um, there's a word I'm looking for intentional about portraying myself the way that Christ would want me to be portrayed going into a, an arena that can be really dark, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's oh, why for sure. I'm hoping oh my gosh. to hold but on that's, to. That's, I think, part of the reason why I see the need in it is that it's like Christ and Jesus. It's weird calling him Christ. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't just like follow around with like all of the religious people of oh his yeah. time. Like he hung out with all the sinners. And like, why do we not have more Christian people like really pursuing secular spaces, mm-hmm. you know? Because I feel like that is where we're really tested and refined and all of that. So I don't know. I feel like that's really why I wanted to be intentional with like Christian people who aren't just like, I don't know. Caleb's kind of corny these days. Like, like I don't want to, I don't want (laughs) to promote corny art. Like it's a little rough. (laughs) Right. It's hard. I like try and listen to Caleb and stuff just because I'm like, yes, you know, so pure. But then I'm like, this is so bad. (laughs) No, I I actually, it was funny. I was like having a rough day the other day and I was like, I just need to listen to Caleb. Like Caleb is definitely where I go when I need that like overly positive, (laughs) like super uplifting all the time. Like Mm -hmm. there's, there's a time and space for it, but also there's also a space. is not where I go to on a daily basis but for sure um okay (laughs) so you're definitely saying like you're really good at writing country and all of that so Mm -hmm. who would you say like your current inspirations are who is really like I mean we call it muse the podcast because like where who is your muse right now obviously other than Jesus but like where are you pulling from that creative inspiration right now yeah um for sure, Chris Stapleton and Tyler Childers have been okay. the main influences on um, the type of country music that I'm trying to go into, okay. um, which I think the best way to describe that would be outlaw country. Okay. It's a little bit more, it's almost like a little bit more soulful. Okay. I, I think one of the things I love about Tyler Childers and Chris Stapleton is that they don't have like the classic twang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's more like bluegrassy yeah. a little bit, and it's it's definitely country in, in like the style of music and like the instruments totally. that are being played. But their voices have a little bit more grit to them, and they're not like twang and super hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which isn't something that I'm going to be doing because I'm no. from California, <laughs> not Texas. So I have to hold on to that. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think that especially growing up in church and like doing a lot of gospel music yeah. and doing a lot of worship music, it's like big and mm-hmm. there's not a lot of country artists that do that mm-hmm. because it's just not the style. Totally. But um, there's a, a new niche of, of country music that um, Tyler Childers and Chris Stapleton are in that people want to hear more of that kind totally. of stuff. And that's where I'm going. Totally. I love that. So what are you working on right now? Are you working on an album? Are you mainly focusing on singles right now? Where 
is Rachel going to be <laughs> in 2021? Rachel. <laughs> Rachel is going to be, um, hopefully by 2021. I mean, the, the idea is that I'm going to have an album out at the end of October, actually. So before that, trying to beat the holiday season. Okay. You know, yes. um, that's the idea. I'm, it's going to have 10 songs on it. The cover of the album is called Thorns. Cool. And I'm really stoked about it. I love um, that. I've been working on it since December in mm-hmm. 2019. So okay. it's a little bit ambitious to like try and get it all totally. done by October. But I mean, that's what I've been working on full time since COVID yeah. happened. Like I stopped going to work and yeah, yeah, yeah. like I just get to work on music every day, which I has been that. super awesome. So like such a blessing in disguise. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the album should be coming out in October, but I have two singles that are out. right now that I'm really excited about yes I love that okay so Muse is gonna ask for a sneak peek like are you being inspired by your current relationship to do lovey-dovey songs are you not doing that (laughs) (laughs) so a lot of the songs that are on the album I had written previously okay um and so there's a couple of them that are like major heartbreak ones because yeah. that was my jam. Like yeah. I was channeling Taylor Swift so hard because <laughs> <That's laughs> I had like no successful relationships. Yes. <laughs> so that was my thing. Um, but there is, I think, two songs on the album that are inspired by my current relationship. Okay. Because okay. um, believe it or not, most of the songs in the album were actually written during COVID. Okay. Which I had 10 before yeah. I was like going into this area of like I'm gonna start producing these and these are gonna get done by October and as we were producing them I was like I don't really love this one and we've replaced it with something that I would written like within the last two months I love that so about gosh like six of them were written in the last three months of like being on quarantine and stuff I just like replaced a lot of the songs um so two of the ones that are really Mm lovey-dovey are inspired by my current relationship love that (laughs) love that that is so great. Okay, so um, I'd love to just talk more about your life and things just because what I really want from Muse is like, I think the reason why I was like, I'm just going to start a podcast <laughs> is because um, I really see myself working with artists and I don't know what that's going to look like long term, but I really wanted um to focus on this idea of like the difference between the stage persona and the person Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of the times especially in like a hyper um social media world Mm -hmm. there's this like weird um perception that like all of a sudden we feel like we know people when we don't you know and even just like oh I know of Rachel but like I don't know you at all Mm -hmm. and had it not been for like Instagram I'd probably know nothing about (laughs) your life and I think about like 20 to 30 years ago like before MySpace and all the things like people didn't know people unless they like took the time to get to know people Mm -hmm. you know and so I was like okay how can I create a platform that does that for artists how can I like break down some of the like social media barriers that like we put onto people and so I would just love to like like okay we've written heartbreak songs like where are those stories from like and you don't have to go into like gross (laughs) details of like old boys and stuff like that but like where has Rachel been that like makes Rachel who she is you know Mm -hmm. so what was family like growing up like beyond church and beyond PK syndrome and all of that I think Mm -hmm. like I throw out that 
a lot of the times, but like I know that for me, um, just like being with like parents and ministry and all of that, mm-hmm. you know, like there was probably even before social media became a thing, this like idea that I had to be perceived in a certain light because I'm representing my father, you know? And Mm. like, like I remember being told that as a kid of like, fix your face, Gracie, because you're my daughter. And like, sorry, (laughs) dad, I'm like totally throwing you under the bus. I love him to death. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just, it's the truth that like, especially growing up in the church and all of that, I feel like you learn how to fake it so, so, so hard. Like, like I feel like I knew how to fake it before I knew how to be authentic Mm -hmm. you know and so I don't know like that's probably a very weird question but like yeah I don't know if you know what I'm trying to get at I think (laughs) I think so okay but yeah like who is Rachel like at the core of herself and like how did she get there okay I'm gonna try and not show no yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I think the person that I am now mm-hmm. um, has a lot to do with just kind of becoming okay with being the way that I am. Yeah. And that happened in my 20s, and I'm only 24. Totally. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but I think I growing up in the church, mm-hmm. for sure, you, you get really good yeah. at being perceived a specific way. Yeah. And I think that I got really wrapped up in that for a mm-hmm. long time. Um and so much so that like at a point I stopped going mm-hmm. because I, I just was so tired of faking it yeah. and being around people that I knew were faking it, totally. you know, um, and it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. So my family, my, my parents got divorced when I was young okay. um, and my parents have done an amazing job of like, I, I still have my family, you know, totally. like when it's my birthday, my whole family goes out to dinner, yeah. like my mom, my dad, me and my brother. And yeah. it's, it's that's I think so that's awesome. really, really cool. Yeah. And um, I feel really blessed yeah. because of that. Um, but one of my last songs, one of the songs that are out right now, it's called Leave the Bottle. Okay. It's about my dad's struggle with alcoholism. Oh, wow. And that was something that I never thought that I mm-hmm. would really like write about yeah. or let anyone know about. Um, just because it was like really personal totally. and lightweight and embarrassing because my dad was a youth pastor, totally. you know, and then like all of a sudden, like after my parents got divorced, he like completely turned his back on the church yeah. and, um, like we just have, got like, really the same stuck. Story. That's so weird. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's like crazy because yeah. so many people have like a really similar story, mm-hmm. especially coming out of the church. There's totally. so much brokenness yeah. that happens and everyone thinks they have to cover it because, yeah. you know you know, they love Jesus. And apparently that means that you never struggle, which is like, so the opposite of what Jesus (laughs) is. Um, but yeah, so I, that when I wrote that song, I was like, Oh crap, like this is really good. And I'm going to have to release Mm this. Um, and I think that's what that song really started, like the train of where this album is even going and just like in style and in like, it's a little bit dark Mm -hmm. just because like life is a little bit dark sometimes. Um, so I'm excited about that there's so much good stuff that comes from that. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I was saying, I don't think I became like really secure in like being who I am until I was in my Mm twenties. Um, just cause I stopped trying to fit the mold that everyone wanted me to fit. Um, I did like sports all through, all through my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought I fit in really well there because like I was such a tomboy and like all these other girls were like that. But even then, like I've never really had any close girlfriends because it's just like something that I'm not very good at. Um, and so I don't know, I would always like post what I thought I had to post, right. To like be this person. But I think the last like 
even the last two years I think have been such a a huge growing experience for me like I don't feel like I have to post these things Mm -hmm. like to be you know liked because I've kind of just been like you know what I have like a couple people that know me for real and I'm not going to try and pretend to be anything else um and I feel a lot of pressure, like even going into this new stage of my life with all the music stuff, you're supposed to post and yeah. you're supposed to do it. And I really hate social media like yeah. so much, like yeah. it's not my thing. And I deleted my Instagram for a really long time and, and just brought it back because I knew I was going to have to be doing this for music. Yeah. So I try and post stuff that's real and authentic. Like I'm not posting stuff that I don't feel is legit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, even with like the way that I dress and the way that I like try and pers- like let people perceive me mm-hmm. through social media and like what I'm wearing mm-hmm. I think is like a huge deal for a girl yeah you know even completely. working in the church like I'm always like is my pastor gonna say that yeah and he's he no, gonna be down <laughs> like is it completely. cool so um yeah I think that there's a, a way to do it that's mm-hmm. tasteful yeah but it's also not like being something that you're not yeah. and I think I'm still trying to find you know the that art balance. in that because yeah. it yeah. is an art <laughs> no, for I think sure. um but I really don't like social media and I wish <laughs> I could turn it off but I think that it's pretty important for One like day you'll the just have a manager who deals oh with yeah that. I can't wait oh my goodness but I hate posting yeah I have to like really think about it I'm like can I post yeah, this yeah, can yeah, I yeah, not yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry to like backtrack a tiny bit but because yeah. I feel like I just really relate to your story mm-hmm. a lot um like my parents they were separated by the time I was, like, four or five. Like, I don't really remember them, like, being married at all. Right. Um, and, like, same thing, like, when my dad and my mom, like, got divorced, my dad, like, walked away from the church for, like, um, for, like, four-ish years. Um, and, I mean, thank God that he, like, came back to the church because, like, that's where he met my stepmom, Rochelle, who, like, mm-hmm. I love dearly and, like, yeah had he never gotten back into ministry, like, I honestly don't know the dad that I would have had. Right. Um, and me and my dad, like, kind of joke about it, but, like, my dad had me when he was super young. And so mm-hmm. I often make the joke that, like, <laughs> the sibling or, like, my younger siblings who were, like, 10 years or more younger than me, like, they have a different dad than, like, I experienced growing up just because, like, yeah. he wasn't ready to be a dad. And, like, there were a lot of things that I had to walk through that, like, thank God my younger siblings will, like, never have to walk through, you know? But I love the idea of, like, bringing authentic stories into songwriting Mm -hmm. and, like, into your artistry and things like that just because I think that really inspires me. I think that Mm -hmm. that's what, like, we need in the world is, like, more people actually sharing their real stories and not just, like, like, I'm low-key picky with the music that I listen to oh because yeah. if it doesn't say anything, I'm not going to listen to it and yeah. waste my time for four minutes. Like, it's like I'm just it. not going to. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I always make fun of Ryan, my boyfriend, just because, like, the music that he listens to, I'm like, what are <laughs> what are and they, they talking about? don't even know about? what it's saying. No, either. yeah, they no. And he's listen. like, I don't know. It just sounds good. I'm like, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm like, I have no idea what they just talked yeah. about for five minutes. But I don't know. I just, I love that. And I love that people get to know you through your art and yeah. stuff like that. But like ditto with female friendships. I'm still learning how to get good at them. Oh yeah. I have like Oh, maybe I have 5 now. <laughs> You're like surprised. That's <laughs> very new <laughs> for me. I used to have like one, maybe a second one that mm-hmm. was like 
maybe kind of close to me. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, like, slowly trying to really build female friendships because I was always that girl who was, like, I just have 17 guy friends who all want to sleep with me. Right, <laughs> like, dude. Like, that's Preach. <laughs> oh, my word. That was my story for far too long. Right. So we're growing. We're learning. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just – I love that – I feel like I know you a bit more now. Yeah. And like, I feel like when I see you at church, it's not just going to be like, hi, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm like, maybe now we can like go hang out and For like sure. get lunch and like be real humans together. Yeah. Um, and maybe like I can be a female friendship oh my in your life because that would be it's cool. Happening. Um, okay. So we end the podcast this way every time I actually got this from this lady annie f down she has a podcast called that sounds fun and so every episode she asks what sounds fun to you but i don't do that um (laughs) because this is about creative people and all the things (laughs) so i ask what are you binge watching on netflix right now okay what's on repeat and then we kind of already threw it in but i'm just gonna have to ask it again but what is your muse so go for it netflix what are you listening to what's your muse Okay, Netflix, I've been watching The Office 24-7. Okay, that is like everyone's answer. Yeah, it's so good to and just have on the background of your life. <laughs> so good. It's so funny because I, I've i like watched a few episodes, but I have like never gotten into The Office for some reason. But everyone loves it's so it good. so much that I'm like, am I a bad person? It's so relatable, I think. It's like, it's dry and I'm like, so yeah. am I. Let's yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah. You know, so. Love that. Okay. So The Office. The Office. And what's the second question? Repeat? What's on repeat? Yeah. Like, just what's what on are you repeat? listening to Oh my right goodness. Now? I am listening to Justin Bieber on repeat okay, for some I reason and it's not country music but I'm jamming no, every time yeah, I get in my car. Changes <laughs> is like my song. Changes I was like learning it on piano the, the other day and it's like three wait is that what the album is called changes yeah okay also the song changes yeah no the song yes. changes and the album <laughs> changes yes, I'm like, i love the whole album don't even know what the oh album's my called. gosh i'm like a fake fan for sure but the whole album love I'm that obsessed. okay cool and and muse muse which is answer that. the same thing that i <laughs> yeah, said before yeah, yeah, right yeah. oh yeah muse would be um jesus yes. you know and then chris stapleton's sound and tyler Childers' sound i love that love it i love that well thank you so so much for coming all the way out here and talking to me for 30 minutes it has been genuinely a joy I was like I was just thinking about people to invite on the podcast and I was like how did I not (laughs) think of Rachel like first like like how was she not the number one person who I interviewed but this has been so great so thank you so much and everyone we will be playing a snippet of her song but also where can they find you on social medias oh yeah so social media um it's pretty much going to be Rachel Lee Roberts music on everything like everything website um Spotify Spotify Apple Music. It's just Rachel Lee Roberts for Spotify Rachel Apple. Rachel Lee Roberts. Yeah. Okay. Everyone Apple Music. go look her up. You will hear a little bit of her music right after this. Mm-hmm. But she actually is very talented. So take my word for it. Go look her up. <laughs> She's phenomenal. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Yes. Okay, cool. I've had the 